It's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. First, I want to take a moment of silence. Rest in peace, Kevin and Samuels. Everybody, close your eyes. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Um, <clears throat> so yesterday, after uh, seeing the news, after seeing the news, I did call Atlanta homicide detectives. At first, I called the Zone Two Police Department because I know that he lives in Buckhead, and Buckhead is Zone Two um, Police District. So I called them. He transferred me, or he gave me the number to Atlanta homicide detective Miss Hamlin. I think her name was or something like that black lady nice nice lady i spoke to her on the phone for a long time she actually was very productive and very helpful but you guys want to know something she didn't even know so i was the first me me tommy v and yes i'm going to stand on that i was the first person to to give atlanta homicide any information that they may possibly use in the future i wanted them to become aware of something that was very mysterious to me the fact that kevin samuels goes live has been going live damn near what four or five times a week it seemed like for ever now like a year and some change right and well you know he's been doing it for a long time but he's been going live like you know you know what i'm trying to say and we've never ever ever seen him speak to someone the one night he speaks to someone right the one night he speaks to someone and there's someone in the background it's a woman and he's speaking to her and he even says, you know, I just want to protect your identity. And I talked to you about, about the spiritual voice yesterday in my last episode, right? Um, the next day, the next day, or not the next day, whatever. Well, yeah, the next day he's pronounced dead from cardiac arrest. I firmly, fully believe that that woman drugged him and killed him. Allegedly, she took a while before she even called 911. She probably was either a scared or trying to make sure that the effects of his body of the drug were seeped into his system to the point where it, it was even by the time EMTs got there, it'd be too late. Right. <clears throat> um, Kevin Samuel's neighbor spoke about it. OK, I'm trying my best to get information on who this woman, this mysterious woman that he was with was um, we need her information we need all of it if anybody has any of her information send it to the raw sex podcast instagram or you can send it to my personal page the free band scholar four um i need and ladies information all right you remember these police they can only do so much they need our help and i'm going to work with the police on this one um because this if if there was any foul play involved i need this woman locked up for murder I need her locked up for the rest of her life. And I need to know what prison camp she's at. I need all of that. And I'm going to make sure that I get all of those things. Okay? And you you guys read between the lines. You know what you know. Yeah, if you know me, you know what type of time I'm on. You already you already know. You know me. You know me. You know me. You know me. Okay? Let's not go there. I'm here to talk about this very wise, beautiful soul. And why he was murdered. Now there's two sides of the coin for me. 
And I wouldn't even want to say the word murdered. I want to use the word assassinated. You know why I want to use the word assassinated over murdered? Because when you to 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 murder somebody, to assassinate somebody, is there's got to be some type of political agenda behind it. You see what I'm saying? When you take some, when you take down a public figure because this public figure was a direct threat to a certain agenda, that's an assassination. Kevin Samuels was assassinated that night. Okay, more than likely by a black woman or a woman who was being used by a group of black women because Kevin Samuels is a direct threat to black women's world of no accountability, do whatever I want to do, live a life completely unscathed and nobody better not even grit a mouth to say anything to me about the shit I've done, do or would possibly do or will do or the things I say, have said, would possibly say or will say which both are equally destructive, by the way, right? You got to understand that it's never about what you do. It's never about how many times you say something. It's about, are you actually making any headway? You see, for example, with me, my platform is small for now, right? I am a threat. I am a threat. And every day I think to myself, you know, it's a possibility that one day, you know, you could end up getting killed for the stuff that you say. And I've already accepted that as a possible fate of mine. I feel like dying, spreading the truth is one of the most honorable deaths that you can have besides dying to protect somebody. Okay? Those are the two most honorable deaths that you can have. Is basically being a martyr. I mean, we all gonna die some way. You wanna go out with some fucking honor. You understand? So with that being said, Kevin Samuels died an honorable death. Because Kevin Samuels, whether you like him or not, whether you agree or not, that man's intentions were pure to see productivity and most importantly, real infrastructure, family, marriage in the black community in a time where that is the complete parallel. What was once on the left is now on the right. What was once up is now down. What was once good is now bad. Kevin Samuels is a direct threat to anybody who wants to see the black race in shits which those two parties are what y'all may call the new world order illuminati or you know esau the edomites the devil whatever you know what i'm saying and the other party is the black woman not all black women but the black woman in general right they want and i'm not saying they want to see the black race destroyed but they don't give a fuck about the black race. And right now, they're the main ones in every different realm bringing it down. You still got niggas shooting each other. But besides that, which is big, you don't get it twisted. But let's keep it real. They're not, most of them are shooting off niggas that we don't need in our community. You know, they say, let the animals kill the animals, right? So they will. Um, but black women are murdering, killing their babies. They twerking on kids. They getting away with pedophilia. They're saying wild things. Cynthia G is saying wild things. They're doing a whole lot. They're trying to destroy the beauty of the texture of our hair. I mean, they're literally just left and right bringing our race down, right? And I love them. I always will, no matter what I say about them. But I have to keep it real. And by the way, for all you black women celebrating, right? And I'm going to play you guys a small clip, and it hurts me to play this clip, but I have to play it in a second. For all you black women celebrating, do you know that you just got rid of a pretty good guy? Do you know that you just wish death and all this other stuff on a pretty good guy? And that now 
you think he was bad? Wait till you see the next 10 brothers that come up. Because you just traded in one guy for a 10. And I, I, I use this reference very loosely. Because I'm a more, I'm definitely way more of a Trump supporter than I'll ever be an Obama supporter. But what you just did was traded in Barack Obama for Donald Trump. And not just one Donald Trump. Oh, no. Several. Okay? And I want to also say this to some of you black girls. I, I know some black girl out there feels like she manifested this. And she feels like she's somebody cool because she manifested the death. You didn't manifest shit. If it was written in that man to die at 56 years old from cardiac arrest, whether it was murder or not, you didn't manifest a goddamn thing. But some of y'all, y'all so into this pagan lifestyle nowadays and this new age shit. Some, I bet, my, how much I want to bet? It's a black girl somewhere who feel like she spoke this into existence. She feel powerful because she didn't say something. Bitch, you're lame. <clears throat> and you was a soft ass person. If, if, if that's what you felt like you had to do to, to somebody that ultimately wants the best for you. You may not like that because you want to just live your life all willy-nilly and think that at 45 years old with two kids, you're going to get the best man of your life. And he's just trying to keep it real with you. Like, you need to go ahead and he'd always say laser in. Like, now you're in a danger zone. Once you hit 45, two kids, it's not... The pickings are slim. I'm, he's not. I don't think he ever said you're just not gonna find one. It's just not realistic, bro. Like you shouldn't hang your heart on it. There's always exceptions in life. You can see people get married at 60, 70 years old. But what's the odds? What makes you think that's gonna be you? You have a way better chance of saying I'm gonna get married at 27 than 65, 45 with two kids. Ran through, been on a cop carousel your whole 20s and 30s. Come on, bro. That's realistic. See. When we tell men realistic things, no matter how harsh they are, everybody has to sit down and and just shut up and take it. But for some reason, black women can't ever take realistic things. That's realistic things, lady. You understand? But Kevin Samuels is a direct threat to what they don't want. They do not want us to have infrastructure. Point blank, period. They don't want it. And that's the beginning of all infrastructure is family. That's the first infrastructure most of us have seen or didn't see growing up. That was the first foundational thing that we either did see or did not see growing up was family. So when you're talking about, excuse me, when you're talking about um, why Kevin Samuels was a fucking missile aimed at the New World Order, you have to understand that Kevin Samuels was going to get taken out one way or the other. They're not going to let somebody get that big, as big as he was getting. He just started hosting focus groups. He, I know he had two focus groups, one in Atlanta, and I believe in either New York or Cali or in Los Angeles. Um, you're doing focus groups. You're going around doing interviews, you know, Revolt TV, trying to work a TV show out with you. This one won a TV show with you and all this other cool stuff. You're starting to go mainstream with this message that literally sets America back 50 years. And see, here's the thing about it. When I say set America back, I'm not saying it sets America back like I think that. But no, it does that. It takes us back to the times where at 21, 20, by, if you were, if you were, if you weren't married by 25, people look at you crazy. You see what I'm saying? And what that does is reverse all their hard work of trying to feminize a black man, get him to be gay or be a thug, gay or thug or too rich for a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Or just simply just go elsewhere, right? To get the black woman to look at the black man as her oppressor, someone to fear, someone to compete with, okay, to get the black woman more focused on degrees than the wedding rings, 
right? They had the black woman get more used to baby showers than marriages. I mean, weddings, excuse me, weddings, right? So, so, so I mean, and this can, we can, we can obviously go way deeper than that. It's a deep, dark rabbit hole um, of things. But however, at the end of the day, anybody that is speaking like that and actually making headway with it is, a, is an issue to these two systems that I've just spoke on. And here's the thing about it. If, and for all you people who don't like how he spoke, let me tell you guys the truth. And anybody with basic common sense will tell you that what I'm telling you is the truth. If Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, two people that all of us love and respect and we would all listen to, if they came back alive right now, we would damn near get on our knees and bow down to them, right? Um, let me tell you guys the truth. If Martin Luther King, and see, I grew up around his children. I grew up going to children with his, going to church with his children. Um, I had his son sign his book that he wrote for me personally in, I want to say, third or fourth grade. I told you guys, I come from a background of real black history, okay? Um, I'm, shit, I'm from, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and I grew up in Stone Mountain. <laughs> it don't get more black history than that, all right? Um, here's the thing about it. Um, uh, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, for all y'all who don't like Kevin Samuels and how he spoke, If they were to come back right now and spend about 15 days in black America on black Twitter or black Instagram and just walking up and down the same streets that's named after them, you know what I'm saying? Malcolm X Boulevard, Martin Luther King Drive, all these places like that, right? MLK in Atlanta, wherever. Chicago got an MLK. That's where O Block is. I I saw it myself in my own two eyes. There's a lot of cities that got Martin Luther King's and Malcolm X's and all this other stuff on their name. If they were to just go to these, just, just go to those streets and get on Twitter to while you're on the street, they would talk to y'all the same way, if not worse. Keep in mind, they come from a generation where the only thing that they were scared to say was things really about the white man for the most part. But Malcolm X, we know he wasn't. But like, they weren't scared to talk to you niggas. Okay, there was no community guidelines. There was no cancel culture. There was no, um, none of that. These guys were for, straight from the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, okay? Like, they would have, the, the, if Malcolm X saw what black women have become, if Malcolm X and Martin Luther King saw what black women have become, they would have talked to you guys the same way. If Rosa Parks was alive right now, or she, or she came back alive, she would have talked to you guys the same way. If... Madam C.J. Walker was to come back alive right now. She would have talked to you guys the same way. Sister Soldier would talk to you guys the same way. Okay, it's a lot of people. <clears throat> Fred Hampton. <clears throat> Fred Hampton would have spoke to you guys the same way. Uh, you guys don't realize it because you don't want to realize it. You don't want to hear the truth because the truth makes you take a deep dive reflection and make you realize. One of the most important, you know, one of the most important things the truth does to people, and this is why this is the real reason why a lot of people fear the truth, y'all. You want to know why? This is not, it's not the only reason, but this is the real one of the rooted reasons why. It makes you realize how much time you've wasted. As simple as that. It makes the truth makes you realize, holy shit, I just spent thirty fucking years of my life believing some bullshit, crying. I almost killed myself one time. I went to jail. I got hit by a car. Whatever it is, you've been divorced. You got married three times. You got three kids. 
You don't want to admit it, but yeah, you love them, but you kind of regret ever having them. Like, but people don't realize is that where that comes from is that comes from a place where these people really believe these things. And for the so long that it has such a detriment in their life. And here's this one man is in 30 minutes, literally debunks your whole 30 years of existence, your whole 18 years of existence, 21 years of existence, 40 years of existence, and every single piece of crap that you've done to people and have, excuse me, and have had done to you in the meantime. And it's just a big, like, what the fuck? How did this nigga in 30 minutes tell me something I couldn't understand in 30 years? It's also embarrassing. You understand the truth? It's embarrassing that somebody on Instagram, this guy in a suit and buckhead, can tell you about your life in 20 minutes. And sometimes he's not even talking to you. He's talking to somebody else. But you know that that person represents you. <clears throat> and I also want to add this add this to the thing, too. Right. When I say black women killed Kevin Samuels, it ain't just about if this was actually foul play involved or not. Kevin Samuels, either way it goes, was probably having a lot of health problems sitting there talking to you disobedient people. How many times does one person have to see this difference between men and women? If, as men, when we see John go talk to James and John comes at James a certain way with certain answers and James shuts it down, even if we were planning on saying the same shit because maybe me and John have the same lifestyle, we don't go to James on the same shit. For what? I just watched what you said to him. Why would I keep coming to him? And this is where the Kevin Samuels show, with all due respect, that got a little redundant. And because he was talking to all these women and they kept coming with the same stuff. So he has to keep telling them the same things. And I used to always wish, like, come on, Kevin, just, just, next time a girl come out here and say something like that, don't even, just exit, because you've already explained this a million times. But Kevin was still, as big as he was to a lot of us, he was still also very small to himself because he knew how big he could actually be. So he probably felt the need, just like I'd be feeling the need a lot, obviously, with my small platform, to constantly <clears throat> say the same things over and over again because women were coming on there lying to him. See, the women were coming on there lying to Kevin saying, oh, yeah, I just started watching your show. So he thought, oh, well, I got to put her onto the, the same narrative I put that girl on six months onto. You see what I'm saying? So it was just constant redundancy and cycle because women don't understand a simple concept of if he told Becky this, he going to tell Jenny the same thing. And what they did, see, and that's how you know women think they're so special. Some girls think, come in and think, well, I have money or, 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 or. I'm domesticated or I have real hair or I'm pretty or I'm a modest looking girl. So he going to treat me different. No, one thing I like about Kevin Samuels is he was very fair. And that's something a lot of people fear It's true fairness. That's what it looks like. True love and fairness. That's what it looks like. True equality. That's what it looks like. It doesn't look the way you think it looks. See, you're only thinking in your favor. Fairness also has to be fairness for everybody. And sometimes that means you will have a shortcoming. What you have to understand is one thing I liked about Kevin Samuels a lot. I liked a lot of things about that man. He was a great man. He was a legendary man. He's never, ever going to be forgotten. But here's the thing about what I like about Kevin Samuels. You can't come on his show and think because you got 20,000 followers and that you're pretty and you're a baddie and every nigga in, your, in the world want to fuck you. He going to treat you better than a girl who come on there with 200 followers. She's not really the most prettiest girl in the world, but she's very nice. And you and actually they said Kevin Samuels was mean to women. No, he was not. 
And this is how you know who watched Kevin Samuels and who heard about Kevin Samuels. Because if you watch Kevin Samuels, you know Kevin Samuels was actually very nice to women. And the fact that he wouldn't even talk to men half the time should show you how much he loved women. And how much he wanted to get women to realize their flaw so they can grow. You can't grow if you don't think you have anywhere else to grow. You know what I'm saying? If you think you're perfect, the world that you keep thinking you're perfect, that's how you have 35-year-old, 40-something-year-old women on the Kevin Samuel show sounding like they're 16. How the fuck you make it to 35, 45 years old and you have the priorities and the mindset of a 16-year-old? Because nobody's ever talked to you the right way. Your parents don't love you as much as you think they do. People fear you. They don't love you. They fear you. Because if they loved you, they would have been told you what Kevin Samuels was able to tell you in five minutes. What Kevin Samuels, Kevin Samuels was, and that's what made him a threat. This man was fast, too. It didn't take him, you know, days and weeks to build up a concept. Within five, ten minutes, boom, just like that, because he's straight to the, he's 50-something years old. One thing I like about talking to older people, and this is why a lot of people say, man, you be sounding like an old nigga sometimes, because... What, one thing about people like me and people like Kevin Samuels, older people, I'm not an old nigga or nothing like that, I'm only 28, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, we don't have time anymore. We feel like there's not enough time to sit around and go tip a tap with you. Be very blunt, very direct, very to the point. Very much so. You know, I always like to talk, even when I was a kid, I used to talk to older people because I felt like kids used to like, well, and then we, I was like, man, where's, where's, where's your brother at? And I would go talk to them. No, seriously, I would go talk to their older brother because he's going to be like, look, man, he can't come outside today because his dad said, you know, he ain't cleaning it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I talk to my friend. He's like, well, you know, he be, 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 yeah. I'm like, bro, why you can't come outside? Can you come outside or not? You know, I've always, I've always been like, like, hurry up, bro. I've always been a, and you know, it, it hasn't always been good. It's made me impatient. Sometimes um, growing up, I learned that I wasn't really a good listener. Then I had to realize that, you know, and I learned this around middle school time that, you know, you have to let people talk sometimes, even if it means they're going to stumble around words, even if it means they're going to huff and puff and be mad. Sometimes let a motherfucker get what you got to get out because, you know, the longer you let a motherfucker talk, the more rope they give themselves and you're going to see if they use a rope to tie the tie a knot to help somebody or they're going to use a note, a, the rope to tie a knot to hang themselves and that's how you know who you're dealing with. Right? They got a rope. Everybody got a rope. What are you going to use it to do? You're going to use it as a as a, as a a way to for us to cross the bridge or you're going to use it as a way to hang yourself from the edge of the bridge over the river? Like, you know what I mean? So, um, the thing about Kevin is he was a direct threat to, the, to, to their infrastructure that wants the black man thug or fag he wants the black woman independent single or with the white man massa uh you know it's funny when the black man dates the white woman they say we the sell out we the coon well i mean based on history we used to get killed for something like that that sounds like progression to me i'm just saying based on historical context you've been getting fucked by the white man he's still fucking you See what I'm saying? You with Massa. I'm with Massa's wife. Who's the coon and sellout? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, dog. I'm just saying, dog. They who you want to date, though, it's 2022. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a damn. I, I want you to go over there sometimes because y'all know how to act when y'all go over there. And at this point, like I said before, I'd rather salvage your reputation because that's all you really got anymore. So if it means you got to go to Brad and Chad, if that's how you, hey, if, he treat, if they treat you better, who am I to stand in front of that? But just leave the whole coon sellout conversation out of it because if we're going to go off historical context, technically you'd be the, the coon and the sellout. You're the one riding around with Massa. You're riding around with the same nigga who've been kicking a black man's ass 
<clears throat> Damn, out of nowhere, bro. You're the one who's been riding around with these people um, since the beginning of our American history here. So, and now you still want to ride around. You still want to go give all the greatness to him. So at the end of the day, who's the coon and who's the sellout? You know, a lot of black guys who date white women, they usually have always dated white women. They've always been good guys, period. You see black girls, they'd be ghetto with us. Look at Eve. Eve is the best example. When she was with the black man, she, she when she was running around, she was, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nigga, what's up? She'll go and get that white man. You see her these days. She, hey guys, how you guys doing? Yeah, how are you guys going? Hey, how are you? Hey, you know, it's Eve. She probably don't even go by Eve no more. She probably go by her real name now, whatever that is. You see what I'm saying? With us, she Eve. You feel what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? She titties all out, ass hanging out. She giving us the worst parts of her. So let her go to the white man. Shit. If, if that's what it takes, I don't care. You know, and if that's an insult to me, it's an insult to me. If it's whatever. Black man, do, do better. That's all. I mean, if, you, if it bothers you that much, then do better, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You got to do better. And at the end of the day, that is what it is. You know, get more money. I don't know. Do something different. I don't know what you got to do, but because I don't, I don't care anymore. You, you, we're not gonna talk about that on this episode, though. It's not the episode's not about me. It's about our good brother Kevin Samuels, the Godfather. You know what I'm saying? The living legend. Yeah, I say living legend. You know why I say living legend? Because his words. His messages are always going to live on. For all you bitter bitches, guess what? There are literally days worth of content out there. Because that man will go on live sometimes for two, three hours. Remember? You know, right? There's days worth, okay? You, it'll take you literally days to watch everything Kevin Samuels done said. He and, and, and yeah, you might have killed him, but guess what? You didn't kill his message. You didn't kill his spirit. His spirit is a seed. It's been planted. Period. Period point blank period and it's already started to blossom off other things that's why i said earlier you think you got rid of kevin samuels oh wait till you see what the next kevin samuels look like Whew. good god y'all gonna be in some you're gonna be like oh wait where's kevin where's kevin is he still alive somebody go get him please 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 yeah because you know your biggest fear is reproach your biggest fear is reproach and accountability you know that you don't fear the police you don't have to you don't fear nobody else Black women's biggest fear is reproach. They will kill you about that shit. Black women will literally murder you. I tell people all the time, the one unforgivable act in the black community when it comes to black women is not domestic violence. It's not. It's not cheating on them. It's not. It's not um, pimping. The one unforgivable thing is talking about black women. That's the one thing that will make them not want anything to do with you. That's the one thing that will make them wish death on you. Even pedophilia, they've forgiven pedophilia before. We've seen it in, 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 it, in our community where black women have forgiven pedophilia from the black man. They've forgiven domestic violence from the black man. They've forgiven the infidelities from the black man. But the one thing and this is why I took a personal oath in my life to understand that once I decided that I was going to make my podcast the way, the way I have made it, I can't no longer care. And I can't cry either if shit ever blows up. Because at the end of the day, trust me, God forbid something happened, they use this, they're going to say, well, fuck them. 
You see what I'm saying? They would, they would, they would, they would forgive you touching on children. Yes, yes, they trust me. Not a lot of them, but they will. They say, "Well, he's dead now, y'all. Leave him alone." They'll forgive you. You was beating on women. They'll forgive you for a lot of things, but if you just simply open your big fat mouth about them, it's over. There is nothing you can say. There is no amount of time. It don't matter if it's 20 years ago, 50 years ago, a million years ago. Once you open your big fat mouth, which I've done and I will continue to do about black women in anything less than praise and worship, it don't have to be you black bitches ain't shit. It could just simply be, come on, black sisters. What are y'all doing? Y'all are falling off. Come on, black sisters. It could, you could even sound like Dr. Umar Johnson with it. You have been written off forever. Beyond the grave. Beyond the grave. Do you understand that? You have been written off forever. This woman I'm about to play you a clip of spent seven hours of her life talking about Kevin Samuels. Isn't it funny? Black women were the main ones always telling us we don't have a life. Isn't that funny, y'all? But they can do shit like seven. I'm not making this up. Look it up. Got put in Gossip Girl XOXO. And you'll see her video. R.P. Kevin Samuels passed away. And look how she does it. Look, I didn't even realize that. In Atlanta, found unresponsive after falling on top of a woman doing it. Like, this is this, this it's a joke to them. 41,000 views. She spent seven hours, seven hours of her life on this subject. Seven hours. I am not making that up. It's seven hours and 17 minutes and 55 seconds, this video here, mates. Listen to just this first clip. I'm not even, I haven't even listened to, I'm not going to listen to it. I don't have seven hours of my life to do shit, okay? All right, as long as I'm a free man, seven hours to do a goddamn thing besides work and make some motherfucking money. Check this out. This thing got a wise and two. How y'all doing? Oh, my bad. video so long I can't even I can't even seem to get the uh okay here it is hello oh god no no not Kevin Kevin wake up Kevin Kevin wake up Kevin Kevin, we need you. Oh my God, Kevin is gone, y'all. Oh God. Oh my goodness, y'all. Now at first, I thought it was a joke. Come to find out, he really gone. Rest in peace. So this live, we're going to dedicate to Kevin Samuels. Y'all get to call in, say your last goodbyes, because you know he's listening, okay? Hell yeah. How y'all doing out there, everybody? What's up? Can we get some ones up in here? Hey! Hey! Yeah, baby. We on this thing going to work. You hear this? Do you hear, do you, do you hear that? Now, do you hear this? This is, this is what I'm saying to you guys. This is, this is your, this is your queen. This is her.
This is your queen, guys. That's your queen. Do you hear that? This is, did, you, did you guys hear the disgusting shade and the tone of the voice? Did you hear that? Ready to celebrate. But guess what? He's already done his job. He has he said so many things within his short period of time with fame. That yes, there was other things I'm pretty sure he's gonna get into soon. And the black woman is constantly doing so much, and even a black man as well, that honestly, Kevin Samuels could have kept going. But he said enough while he was here. Am I right or am I wrong? He said enough. <clears throat> he said enough. Get your, get the hell back. Okay. He said enough while he was here. He said so much while he was here that it's more than enough for us to feed off of and piggyback off of for the rest of of our existence. You didn't win anything. And just like when Nipsey Hussle got killed and Pop Smoke got killed and 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 everybody who's ever got murdered, any any public figure, Tupac, all you just did was make his words bigger. And now they'll be everywhere. So you're about to get the smoke. You're going to get the smoke. And where Kevin Samuels fell, I promise you, when one king fall, ten rise. There's going to be ten more Kevin Samuels. There's now a market for it, too. Now it's... Before, it was something that you had to have a passion to do because it wasn't much money in that, that world. There's a market for this type of content now. Black woman that doesn't like him. You know that, right? It's now monetized. So now you have people who don't even give a fuck about you talking about you. I need you to realize that. And let that really sink in. Don't let that go over your head. Now you have people that's talking about you that don't even care what happens to you. They just here for the bread. It's a market now. <clears throat> and shout out to Kevin Samuels for making it that way because she had a nigga deserve to get paid for doing for trying to help people. Shit. For real, that's why I never, I never complain about paying tithes at a church. I mean, then he can stand up there all day preaching to you, help you, you get some spiritual. You maybe you don't think he deserve a little bit of money? I mean, you know, he got family to feed. You know what I'm saying? So, either way it goes, Kevin Samuel's legacy lives on stronger than it probably could have even did. You, you guys shouldn't have killed him. You should have just tried to assassinate his character and get him blocked off YouTube. Oh, they did try to do that. <laughs> They failed. <laughs> and all you just did was made the, made the good godfather bigger than he ever could have been by himself. That's it. That's it. That's why that's why the white man stopped killing black leaders. Y'all notice that? They let us do it. We do it ourselves, but they stopped murdering off the black leaders. You know why? Because they noticed that when we murder these niggas, these niggas get bigger than they ever was before. They get museums. Now we have no choice but to see the nigga. Our kids love him. Our kid, damn, even my own son want to be like Martin Luther King. 
talk, coming home with projects from school, talking about, I have a dream speech. Oh, what, you murdered him? Would you feel good? The point of murdering him was to stop his message. It didn't stop it. It pushed it forward. So for all y'all celebrating, celebrate now. Celebrate the battle. Because you will not win the war. The war has already been written. It's in the Bible. You will lose. Isaiah chapter 4, verse 1. You will lose. And the beautiful thing about that verse I just told you guys about, the most beautiful thing about it, and I'm going to get it tatted on my body as much as I love it. I love it more than any other verse in the Bible. It's my favorite verse in the whole entire Bible. The reason why that verse is so beautiful, because it literally describes what we're about to watch happen now and what we're already watching unfold right in our eyes. It wasn't anything they were in fear of besides reproach. When those women approached that man, they weren't scared of death. Look, they even said, look, we have our own food and clothes, right? Like black women have now. They have their own money, right? They can do they can take care of themselves, just like black women can right now, right? But then they turn, they run back to the man and said, please take us with you, for we fear reproach. That's it. Like I said, the seed has been the seed has been planted. It's been planted. You guys don't realize that you fear reproach more than anything in this world. That's why they say accountability is a black woman kryptonite. I say accountability is all women's kryptonite, but it's definitely that black woman. Oh, they hate that shit. Oh, my God. It's everything in their life is everybody else's fault, even other black women's fault. It's never their fault. You ever talk to, you ever talk to the women these days? It's like, God, really? Well, you just a victim, ain't you? Shit. I mean, so you didn't do nothing to none of these people you keep telling me about? Well, you know, I did. Yeah, there it is. Bring it out. Bring it out. Oh, don't get it twisted. White women do it too. I had a white girl talking to me the other day about her domestic violence in her past, and she told me about her ex boyfriend. He had butted her, right? She kept telling me that story, and I eventually got her to admit that he had butted her. You don't know why he had butted her, y'all? This white woman? This black guy that was with this girl. She does nothing about black guys. You wanna know why he headbutted her? This white girl? The little white bitch? You wanna know why he headbutted her? Go ahead and guess. Some of y'all know because I've already talked about this on another episode. He headbutted her because she headbutted him first. <laughs> See? That's why I listen to women. When you just listen to them at first and don't question them, that's what I love about Kevin Sandler. He taught men to start questioning what women say. Not saying they're lying, but stop just letting them come to you tell you something. Question them first. Ask them the real questions. We've all seen the, on the Kevin Samuels show where a girl will come on there high and mighty and he break them down by simply asking them questions that they know damn well, bitch, don't lie. Don't you get on here and lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, what they don't realize is that it's reproach that they fear. The women. Especially black women, but women in general. Like, I just told you a story about a white girl. She came to me and she was talking to me about this and you know, he headbutted me, and that's where it all started. He drug me down some steps one time, and all this other shit. And eventually, I got her to admit the first person in their relationship to ever set the tone of violence was her. And that his headbutt was nothing more than a rebuttal to hers. But see, the average man, black, white, Spanish, Asian, that doesn't have the type of training that comes with or comes from a guy like Kevin Sanders or myself, or just naturally who you are, right? I didn't need nobody to tell me to be this way and have these mindsets. I love Kevin Samuels. I really do. 
I've only learned a few things from him. Everything else I already knew. And I say that with all due respect. Because remember, remember, Kevin Samuels even said himself, I'm not the one. I'm just echoing the voice of many men and what men have been saying for years. What men say in the barbershops, what men say behind closed doors. That's it. So a lot of us been knowing what he's been telling y'all. That's why we we push him on y'all so y'all can listen because y'all don't listen to nobody else. But y'all liked Kevin. Some of you liked him enough to listen to him. So, and I don't give a fuck who gets the message out. As long as the message gets out. If it's me, if it's me, if it's not, I don't care. If you really love a message, you shouldn't care who gets it out. You know, in my, in my opinion, you shouldn't give real, real talk. That's why I don't respect Elijah Muhammad. He wanted all the credit. Bro, you should be happy Malcolm X is taking on more of the stripe than you. You get to sit back and be pretty. You know what I'm saying? Malcolm X was going out there putting his neck on the line. He was, but he was jealous. Like, yeah, you jealous of a nigga you, you taught to be the way he is, though. That's what, that, that's what really crazy. You taught him to be the way he is, and you jealous. That's why you can't, you, can't be, you can't do nothing with none of these folks, bro. Black folk, you can't do nothing with black folk. Bro. You got to do shit by yourself. And just do you, you know? And um, they don't realize Kevin Kevin was a was such a powerful person um, because of that. Because he was able to echo the voices of what we've been trying to tell black women or what we've been saying amongst ourselves, you know? But you had, he taught us one thing, one, one of the things he taught us was to start questioning women, man. Stop letting them just come and tell you bullshit. The day, oh, I'm going to get a man. Oh, I don't want a man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got all these niggas. Because that's where they they lead to these arrogant ways that lead them to their downfall. If we love women, we cannot, <coughs> we cannot no longer let them just talk to us and just tell us anything. We have to question it. And that's what Kevin Samuels taught me personally. If I could say what I learned from Kevin Samuels ultimately was how to really love somebody. To really love somebody, especially when you're talking about a group of people, you have to hold them accountable. That's real love. Because if you really want to see them grow and see them get out of their own pits, because you know, you know, it, it's easier on the outside looking in. As a black man, we on the outside looking in for the most part. Then, you know, you have to hold them accountable and and, and so they can grow. They can't grow in the whole world telling them, oh, you girl, you good. Yes, yeah, sis. Yes, bitch. You good, girl. It's these niggas. Oh, it's the government. Oh, it's the white man. Oh, it's God. It's everybody but you. Like, there's, there, why, who won't who grow off of that? How could you grow? What could you grow? You, you're not the problem. Have you ever been right about something? No, seriously. Have you ever been right about something before? Did you feel like growing? No, because you were in the right. We got to understand, they think they're in the right. And thinking something sometimes is more than important enough. For example, when people kill themselves, they'll say in a note, oh, nobody loved me. And the parents will say, we loved him very much so. And here's my response I've always had, because I grew up in a suburban area where suicide happened. And we had to deal with suicides growing up. And and I've had friends who've killed themselves. Here's the thing about it, right? Um... My whole thing, and I've been saying since like since like middle school, high school time. I think maybe high school um, was this. You may have loved that person. You maybe you did, but it doesn't matter if they don't feel loved. If they don't think that they're loved, it might as well have been no love at all. Clearly, right? Because you say you love this person, and I'm not gonna take that away from you. You probably did. Maybe you even did show them the love, but for whatever reason. For whatever reason, they didn't feel love. And at that point, bro, what you shouldn't beat yourself about it if you feel like you did your job. But you do have to recognize that for whatever reason, these people did not think that you really loved them. You know what I'm saying? They didn't think that. 
So when I when I hear I hear what you guys are saying and I see what you guys are trying to do and everything like that. But at the end of the day, Kevin Samuels was a direct threat to the agendas that want black people to be some shit. Do you understand what I'm saying? He was a direct threat to that. And regardless of anything, he was going to be taken off for that. Because you don't you don't get to come and make black people what they're supposed to be and not be a target. And it's sad that our women have been turned against us so much that that's who, you know, we have to look out and watch our backs for. From. Because then they go and make videos like that one I just played for you guys. And you got black women sitting around America right now talking about they manifested Kevin Samuel's death. And you got black women going out and taking shots and posting, yeah, ding dong, the witch is dead. Like, bro, like, it's, 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 you, like, you literally, look at black women fighting for abortion and fighting against someone who wants them married. Just let that sink in, bro. Don't, I'm not going to explain it. I'm not going to go into a deep dive about it. Just let that sink in. Look at the woman you put here, God. She's down here fighting to be able to kill off her offspring and fighting against men who want to see her happily married with a man of quality, by the way. He don't want you marrying Pookie and Ray Ray. He don't want you 45 and alone. Everybody make fun of him and say, he, oh, he died alone. That's what he didn't want for you, you stupid son of a bitch. Just like how a lot of our parents are broke and they try to teach us to not do the same stuff they did. You see, it's the same mentality. You dumb bitch. Wait, and then here's black women every fucking night that man goes live. Hey, are you married? Where's your wife? Where's your wife? You dumb, stupid, arrogant, insecure, bitter, hateful, scorned bitches. You fucking dumb piece of pathetic shit. He's trying to help you see this is not what it's just supposed to be. Get it right. When you're young, so you don't have to get married twice like Kevin Samuels and be 56 years old, uh, unmarried. You dumb bitch. You stupid dumb hoe. I fucking, I'm done with y'all. I'm done with y'all. I'm so done with you guys. And I highly advise anyone listening to be done with you too. I'm, I, I, and I don't know if that has any water or weight to it. I don't care. I'm just throwing it out there for myself. I stand on everything I do and I took an oath. I am done with you guys. And let me just make this very perfectly clear. Very perfectly clear. Okay? On some real nigga shit. Watch your mouth and keep that pussy ass shit on the internet. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm so tight. I talked to Atlanta police already. I'm going to call Piedmont Hospitals today. If I have to, I'm going to go down there myself. All right? And I'll tell you one thing right now. Keep that shit on the internet, black women. Because I know a lot of y'all black women, especially in Atlanta, did not like Kevin Sanders. But let me tell you something. Black woman and black man.
Watch your fucking mouth today. Watch your fucking mouth today. You understand me? Play with it. And oh, I know how to get away with it. And I'll tell you how to get away with it too. That's how confident I am. I'll provoke one of you motherfuckers to swing on me. It's Atlanta. Self-defense. I'm going to provoke the shit out of you. You going to attack me. You're going to attack me. If there's one thing I learned from black women was how to get under somebody's skin. You know, they don't, they can't teach you how to love. They can't teach you how to be happy. They can't teach you how to be peaceful, but they can teach you how to get on, get under somebody's one thing. Black women, are, am I lying? Black women that's listening. Am I lying? If there's one thing y'all bitches good at doing is getting on somebody's skin. Well, well, guess what I don't learn from y'all hoes. They said, tap into your feminine side. Well, my feminine side, unfortunately, was raised by black women and, and being around black women growing up. So guess what? I, I That's a feminine side. Well, guess what I learned from my feminine side is how to provoke a motherfucker to want to commit violence on me. Because if there's one person in this world that's good at provoking somebody to commit violence against them is a black woman. And I guarantee you, you're going to attack me. Especially if you're a female, you're probably going to grab a weapon and I'm going to blow three smokes inside of your fucking neck and I'm going to call the police my goddamn self. And then it's the end of it. I go home. And even if they hear this episode, I still go home because at the end of the day, I didn't make you provoke me. I mean, I didn't make you jump and attack me. You did that on your own choice. No matter what I said to you, you don't have the right to attack me. And, And once you attack me, no matter what I said, no matter what I did, I have legal rights to blow your shit off. Thank you. Thank you, Camp. Love you, Camp. Okay? Play with me today. Keep your mouth on the internet where your pussy ass has always been able to be high strung. You you ain't shit in real life. You ain't a goddamn thing in real life. You ain't a piece of damn in real life. Kevin Samuels' words will live on. And whether there was foul play involved or not, you black women killed that man. That man sacrificed his health every night, raising his blood pressure to try to get black women to finally see the fucking truth so we could grow and develop as a race and preserve and salvage as much as we can. And what do you do? You can't even have the decency to put the phone down and turn the fucking light on. Every goddamn girl that come on here, he got to tell them the same shit. Every girl. You drive, you black women drive men to death. Literally. Black men, out of every married man, when black men marry women, black women, they have the shortest life expectancy out of all races of men married to their own women. You guys don't do nothing but drain us. Black man, listen to me and listen to me very well. Because this is probably the last time I'm going to tell you guys this. Let's leave them alone for at least a little while. God damn. Get some balls, nigga. These women are going to kill us. Trying to save them and help them, it's not worth it. They're not going to listen. He's dead and they still don't get it. Malcolm couldn't do it. I told Angela Stan King this the other day and she agreed. She was talking about she'd give up on black folk after after this abortion stuff. You know, she's pro-life. I said, Angela, 
you have to understand this. If Malcolm and Martin couldn't do it at a time where we were forced to be united, we lived in the same neighborhood. We couldn't go live in the other neighborhoods, even if we had enough money to. If they couldn't do it at a time where we call each other, hey, brother, hey, sister, we walk down the street. What makes you think you can save black people? We niggas and bitches now. We fell off more than we ever was before. We worse than we were before. Might as well go back to goddamn segregation and getting chased by the KKK. At least we knew how to act. Give a nigga some freedom. Act like he don't need you. Look what's going on. How you think you're going to change people? And she liked the comment because she knows it's true. We're going to die, bro. Trying to save our people, bro. They cannot be saved, especially the women. The men have a chance because the men can be spoken to. The men are trained and programmed to be chastised and critiqued. The black women are trained and programmed not to be chastised and critiqued. That's why it's easier to get through even to a little dumb street nigga than it will ever be to get through to even an educated black woman. The street nigga running laps around the educated black woman. You can, you can, you can, you can, you can talk to the street nigga. You can get through to the street nigga. But even an educated black woman, you can't. She's the worst one to talk to, actually. You better off with the street girl. Honestly. That's why I say reformed hoes is lit. But that's a whole nother conversation for another day. So they killed black, they killed Kevin Samuels regardless, and they're killing black men regardless, whether they're doing it intentionally or unintentionally. They're killing us. They're murdering us. Left and right. Black men are literally losing their health. I'm one of them. Because I felt like this was such an important topic for so long, and I don't feel like it's an important topic no more. After this episode, I don't want to waste my breath on you niggas no more. What am I doing? For what? Who, who am I? What made me think I could change black people? Huh? Who the fuck do I think I am? Jesus couldn't do it. Allah couldn't do it. Nobody can do it. Who gonna do it? You guys got to do it yourself, man. You got to do yourself be the change of the community you want to you want to see stuff like that but sitting here talking all this high blood pressure all these stomach problems that come from all this talking and yelling and jumping around and stuff like that for a group of people who don't who don't care about you a group of people who will send you to die had a black girl the other day she gonna come in my d i blocked this hoe she gonna come my dm talking about something i got all these niggas looking for you for what you didn't like a comment I made on ATL Scoop? Are you kidding me? I said, come on. Come on. Bring them on. Tell them to bring guns with them, too. Bring guns and drugs. I'm sending all they dumbass to jail. You know what I'm sending them all to jail? So when they get out, they, they, they learn a lesson. I really want to kill them, but I don't want to kill them. I want them to learn a, I want them to learn a lesson. This is what your black woman wants you to do. Go out and crash out for her. You dumb nigga. You going to come riding around looking for a nigga because of a comment I made on ATL Scoop. And no, the comment wasn't rude or anything. Because of a comment I made on ATL Scoop about Buckhead. You wanna you wanna get me knocked off. And more importantly to me, because I'm just a nigga you don't like. You wanna send black men that you claim to know and love. And the black man is so weak, he's become the black man is so pathetic. Let me tell you how pathetic the black man is. He'll go and do this shit. 
See, I talk a lot about black women. You know I talk a lot about black women? Because I don't have no time to talk about you niggas. I don't like you niggas. Y'all niggas is pathetic. You guys are weak. Everybody want to complain about black women at the end of the day, including myself. We all want to complain about black women, but black women would not be what they are if it wasn't for us. Period. Say what you want to say. You don't like it. Point blank. Period. It's a hard pill to swallow, ain't it? Now, they've taken on their own will. So at this point, we can we can talk about them. But the roots is the brothers. Period. Because either what you did do or what you didn't do is the most important things in this conversation. Kevin Samuels was a great man. Um, he served an amazing, beautiful, inspiring purpose. And at the end of the day, to end this episode, I just want to talk about Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels literally has saved people from themselves. He's saved people from damnation. He saved people from constantly fornicating. He's, he, you know, he wasn't the most Christian man himself. But Kevin Samuels' teachings were more Christian than a lot of the teachings that we hear out there these days. When you really think about the foundational roots of what he's saying and his intentions, his agenda, I always tell people, fuck what they say. Look at their agenda. When you think about it, y'all might hear a little bit of noise. I just want to see if I can kill this fly. I still got it. Yes. Who want to fight? Who want to fight? Who want to fight? Who want to fight? I knew I was going to get his ass too. I was like, watch one hit. I'm this nigga dead. That fly is dead. Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels. He, um, he was a beautiful person and the stuff that he was speaking on had more Christian roots in it and more godly roots. Even if you're not a Christian, more godly roots in it than a lot of the stuff that all these people that you guys parade around and listen to. Shade Room is not going to send you to heaven. Shade Room wants you single and lonely. Baller Alert definitely wants you single and lonely and rioting in the streets. Um, Kendra G doesn't give a fuck about you. Alright, a lot of these people, Derek Jackson is a fucking whoremonger. Okay, and he's a he's a he's a fucking adulterer. Alright? Like Kevin Samuels, his teachings were literally rooted in the Israelite teachings of the Bible. Okay? Kevin Samuels wasn't what you may have wanted, but he's definitely what you needed. Alright? He is medicine that don't taste good. Tastes good to me. But, if, you know, you weak motherfuckers. I get it. I understand. All right? He's that, but is, you know that medicine that then they make you want to throw up when you drink it? But, boy, that shit worked. Three hours later, you're like, hey, guys, y'all ready to go play some soccer? Nigga, you play soccer? Oh, I'm going to play today. <laughs> That's Kevin Samuels, man. Kevin Samuels was a phenomenal man. He was a true high-value man, not because of his money and his nice suits. He was definitely a fashion icon, wasn't he? He taught a lot of us black men how to dress. I ain't gonna lie, I took a lot of now that I took a lot of pointers from his from, from, from him on how to be a real gentleman and how to, you know, you know, really be classy. Kevin Samuels was a classy black man. He was a classic black man. Okay. Alright, he was an educated and well-informed, wise, well-rounded black man. Kevin Samuels, I think, would have been a good husband for anybody. You know, no homo or nothing like that. 
Kevin Samuels was epic. And that's what he's going to always be. And no black woman or no beta male is going to ever be able to tarnish his legacy with words like misogyny and stuff like that. Nobody. You know what I'm saying? And as a matter of fact, speaking of nobody, I just want to dedicate a song to Kevin Samuels. Okay? Kevin Samuels was a real gentleman. That dude was like, he was like all of our dads, you know what I'm saying? I didn't choose this exact type of metastatic breast cancer. Boy, you two would really kill a vibe with ads, boy. I'm going to play, play a quick little hook for you guys. In remembrance of Kevin Samuels. I dedicate this song to Kevin Samuels and his legacy. Nobody does it better. Nobody does it better. They can come closer than close. Okay, you heard that? Nobody. And and also for the brother Kevin Samuels, we finna. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ain't ready for this. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? To the CIA and the FBI. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? It's your godfather here. Hey, Big Shirley. Everybody hit that like button. Get them likes up. Get them likes up. Today's fragrance is love by Martinique Vermicelli. Where are all my, my CIA and my Henry's at? There will be no sign language allowed today. This is Kevin's jam, wasn't it, y'all? Hey, Kevin used to love this jam right here, man. Hey, he loved this one. Kevin Jam, Kevin Sam was, hey, he was, he was, he was a classic, bro. That man was a fucking classic, dude. That brother Kevin Sam was a classic, bro. This shit has me so angry, man. But you know, even in the midst of the anger and the frustration and the, and the bitterness and resentment that's in my heart right now, we have to celebrate Kevin Samuel's life, man. That's a brother that deserves a celebration. He deserves a celebration of life. 
that brother right there deserves a celebration of life. That good brother Kevin Samuels, man. That's a solid dude right there. That was a dude who sacrificed it all. He put himself out there. He wasn't like you pussy-ass bloggers and not scared to show his face. He sacrificed it all to go out there and tell the truth. And he knew that if you let it, the truth will set you free. It'll take you away from the restraints of all these lies. These good, tell yourself the good lies. That's the name of that song, by the way. Good lies. Your good lies. Okay, all these lies that you've been telling yourself that have done nothing but put you in cage and confinement. Kevin Samuels deserves a Nobel Peace Prize. But you know what? They don't want Kevin Samuels because Kevin Samuels wants you to be what you were supposed to have remained. Y'all don't hear that, though. Don't let that go over your head. But they took that away from you. You know who they are. You know, we don't have to say them out loud. You know who they are. They took that away from you, black woman. They destroyed your femininity. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, they took that away from you, black man. They destroyed your masculinity. Yes, 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 yes. Okay? They took these things away from you guys. Right? And 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 Kevin Samuels was trying to give it back. In an ideal in an ideal Kevin Samuels world, right? Let me show you, and this is where I'm gonna leave it at. And this is something you cannot argue with or refute. I don't care if you don't like him or not. In an ideal Kevin Seven Samuels world. Black people would be in loving, productive marriages. And more importantly than the loving part, the productive part. Because right now, we're not in a place where we have time to sit around floating through heart, heart, heart-shaped clouds. Okay, we're behind. We're very much behind. Very much so behind. Don't let all these black billionaires fool you. As a brace, we are behind. We are not on time. Okay? In that world... Black woman, let me just talk to you. Black men, you already know how we'd be living, right? But let's talk to the black women because they're the main ones who don't like them. You probably wouldn't have to work that much. You would get to have beautiful children, one husband. You wouldn't be worried about cheating and stuff like that. You'd be worried about empire building and protect, being protected and being provided for. You'd be with a good earner. You wouldn't have to worry about him being out here all willy-nilly, silly Billy. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't have to worry really about much. <laughs> all the stuff. But see, Kendra G., Derek Jackson, these people have you out here worried. You see, Kevin, they don't have nothing to give you. Kendra G. don't have nothing to give you. Kevin Samuels, the one that you tried to cancel. Remember that guy? Yeah. Um, in his ideal world, you live a very peaceful, beautiful life. I mean, very peaceful and beautiful, actually. And almost so peaceful and beautiful, I don't like y'all that much. I don't even think you deserve it. <laughs> but who, who am I to say that, right? So I take that back. You would live a very peaceful and beautiful life. Whether you're married to white man, black man, whatever, but you would be living a very peaceful and beautiful life. You wouldn't be single raising a kid by yourself. Trying to depend on degrees and money to cover up for your lack of femininity. You would be very feminine. And being feminine is a beautiful thing. I envy femininity sometimes. No lie. Never could do it personally. But it's a thing. It's an envious thing. I mean, just imagine fellas just being taken care of. You know? 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's just so good, don't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what you'd be going through. See, Derek Jackson told you to leave your husband. Where you at now? Kevin Sanders had to go get a husband. That's the ideal world that Kevin Samuels was painting. Don't let no bitter black bitch tell you otherwise. Go watch his stuff for yourself and stop watching it ready to already have an answer. Go watch it yourself and tell me that I'm lying. Come back and tell me that I'm lying. That's the ideal world for you from Kevin Samuels. I had a scheduled episode I'm going to delete or at least push back till next week because I need these two episodes to go up. This one and the one where I said... um. What did I say in that other episode? Uh, what's the name of it? Let me I want to make sure I get the title right. I know it was called. These two episodes are some of the most important ones to me right now. Black men, stop, please stop caring what black women think about you. Okay? Uh, we we have to we have to understand that. That's what he wanted. You don't think that's a threat to what, let's just say it, the white man wants for us? What would that look like? A world where every black person for the most part was married and the men are masculine, meaning we're out here Developing things, building things, and manifesting things, providing and protecting. And the women are feminine. That means they're nurturing, they're relaxed, right? And then they're living within their fertility. They're happy, they're cooperative. They don't have to do much because the man is a guy. That's what see, y'all think about it the wrong way. You hear submit, you hear cooperate, and you get to feel them impressed. That's because you pick bad men. A good man. You, you are going to want him to lead you because he's going to lead you down a path of righteousness. See, that's what Kevin Samuels wanted for you. But you you didn't you didn't like it because it also came with a ma'am, you ain't all that. You need to sit down. And you didn't like that. You couldn't handle it. But you're strong, remember? Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Hey, I got some Febreze. Let me spray y'all with some, some, some Febreze. You, you need that. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and freshen up the air. Mm, that, that Febreze smells really good. I'm about to spray some more when I get off this. Oh, that smells really good. I'm going to spray my whole room with it. Spray the whole house with it, matter of fact. Okay? This is what Kevin Samuels wanted for you. It wasn't good enough for you. So you killed him. So you killed him. Once again, intentionally or unintentionally, you killed him. Black man. Separate. He couldn't do it. You can't do it. You don't have 1.1 million something followers on Instagram. Malcolm X couldn't do it. Martin couldn't do it. Jesus couldn't do it. Allah couldn't do it. Separate. That's the best action to take. That's when they'll finally get it. 
You want to know how I know? I'll tell you a quick story. This is a true story. Black woman posted all over Facebook. She done black man. She done black man. She done black man. I'm tired of black men. Either she said either fruity, aka gay, married, or oh yeah, jobless. That's what she said. All black men are either fruity, gay, or jobless. Uh, or excuse me, gay, jobless, or married. Right. Then a couple months later, she tells a story on Facebook about how she's at the grocery store. Come to find out, she's eight dollars short. She looked behind her to a black man. He put his head in his phone. <laughs> um, long story short, a white man ended up helping her. She got on the internet talking about something. See, did why the black man did something third. Why I don't fuck with a black man no more. You were done with the black man months ago, remember? Months ago? Remember that? Remember you said you was done with him? Now you want his help. Don't let anything I just said go over your head. I'm not going to deep dive that. You figure, you read between the lines. You read between the lines. Okay? Now you want to tell. <clears throat> now you want to tell. So, brothers, you got to separate. All right? And we're going to continue to burn the torch for Kevin Samuels. And just to piss him off, we'll be more explicit. We'll be more blunt. And you can suck my balls. It's your boy Tommy Via Raw Sex and I'm out.